Can you got to be kidding me? I got to do this mm. BS again with another eight-year-old? Eight-year-olds, dude. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to sniff you and walk out the door here. Uh, certainly not. And I'm recording dongs all over the place. Moist. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Because you don't have a DH in a National League stadium. I don't just kick my feet up. If you do me a favor, let me know if you're going to keep talking baseball like that, because if you are... Notice I always yell right as he goes. But what really matters yeah. is this. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. I'm out on I'm out on Preposterous chains, top-notch dames. Uh, Dave, I can think of no better description for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, th- there's no better way to you, – you nailed it on the head. Um, wow, that that's a pretty aggressive song. I mean, yes, and it's, it's got some rhythm. Do you happen to know who the artist of that song is? Uh, Redman? I'm not expecting you to know this one. A little more obscure. But the artist's name just happens to be Common, which is very appropriate that he's singing wow. the items because that is why we're here tonight. We're doing the first ever Bets and Quotes Power Trip Preposterous Statement Tournament, which is obviously an homage to Common Antenna's Preposterous Statement Tournament that they do every year that, Dave, I know you're a huge fan of. Of course, it's the original preposterous statement, but uh, I guess the statement tournament, but I guess we'll put our own spin on it. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, when you listen to the preposterous statement tournament, they have not only stuff that happened on KFAN, but they have nationwide stuff, you know, things that make headlines or, you know, are Twitter famous for a day or two. Uh, so they have a very, they cast a very wide net on Commons program. And uh, you're going to notice two main differences with uh, with our preposterous statement tournament. Number one, all of these quotes came directly from the power trip, obviously. So these are things that were said on the air during the power trip morning show. And number two, we're not going to milk half the show getting to the very first statement. We're going to get to it right now. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Bets and Quotes PTPST. Or the Power Trip Preposterous Statement Tournament, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. We have selected the 16 most preposterous statements of the year and placed them into four regions where you, our lovely listeners, will vote to award the first Golden Dong of 2022 to the winner. We would like to acknowledge that this tournament is a complete ripoff of the KFAN Preposterous Statement Tournament heard annually on the Common Man program. So, our sincerest apologies to Common Antenna B, since we know they have never ever stolen anyone else's bit to use as a part of their show. Let's get started with our first region, the Zach region, dedicated to the man who had enough statements to warrant his own region. The number one seed in the Zach region goes to Zach Halverson, who stated that a human could survive a plunge into water from 15,000 feet. Like, if you go feet 
straight down. You could probably like survive yeah, yeah. from like a 15, 20,000 feet. Zach Halverson earned the number two seed when he said that Patrick Swayze's face is a disaster. Patrick Swayze's face or Chris Hockey's body? Uh, oh, don't answer that. Swayze's face, though. Why don't you like Swayze's it's face? It's a disaster. It is. It's a just, disaster? It's That's disaster. way too aggressive. It's, wow. There's, it's too hard-cutting. Like, it's very, What's wrong with you? It's a very aggressive face. There's no softness to it. Nothing redeeming uh, about gotta- it. Coming in as the number three seed in the Zach region, Zach Halverson claimed that NBC stole the idea to do Password from KFAN. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is bringing back Password is on NBC. No, Son of a kidding. bitch! That's, that's got to be related. That's got to be related. To that's, this? Yes, absolutely. Are you nuts? That's a very popular You YouTube think NBC thing. is reacting to program Password? 110%. I bet you your life that you are incorrect. <laughs> You're giving NBC too much credit. And the number four seed in the Zach region, Zach Halverson said that no one has ever won the lottery. I don't think it's that insane. I think people are going to believe this when they hear it, when they think about it. But I don't think there's ever actually been like a big lottery winner. I think it's all just because here's the thing. We've had like a billion dollars. Can you like no, shut up? We've had multiple billion dollar lotteries, right? Like yeah. where the, the take home is like in the hundreds of millions. That's enough for a cancer ward at a hospital. That's enough to you could build your own arena for fifty million. Like you could do, like you could build things. You can do things, and yet we never hear about lottery winner does this. And that will do it for the Zach region. It's four twenty somewhere. Blaze it. Oh, and the the best, you know, the, I, I gave Zach his own region in this, but the best thing about this is I debated whether or not to give Zach two complete regions because I actually had to pare <laughs> down the Zach statements into one region because he's also the man that was responsible for the must win versus have to win controversy. And he even, uh, he, when Corey was doing the World Series of Poker, he implied that you could fold your way into the money, into cash at the World Series of Poker. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I actually had to edit Zach down to just Ooh. one region, Dave. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I was going to say, I don't know how he doesn't win, uh, with one <laughs> of those four. And I'm sure he's, I, wow. Uh, he, Zach has been very preposterous this year. That is for sure. So between the the lottery and Patrick Swayze's face and surviving a plunge from 15,000 feet and stealing program password from KFAN, uh, what do you like? What's uh, What would be uh, your pick to click out of those four? Oh, man. Um, that's really hard. I, I, I think maybe, uh, <laughs> boy, um, I would say that password was stolen uh, from from Tennessee. <laughs> that, that is just so stupid. <laughs> it really is. I mean, and you think of how preposterous the other statements are. I mean, the, the Swayze thing, I'll give you. Maybe it does come down to a little bit of, of opinion, but universally, I think it's preposterous. But, you know, surviving from 15,000 feet. And yet, you know, I, I tend to agree with you. At the number three seed, I think uh, stealing program password from KFAN is uh, <laughs> is definitely, I, I think that's your value pick in this region. Great value bet. Tenna loves value bets. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, his quote could win the value bet. 
Well, uh, our second region uh, features a, a, a nice collection of, of different uh, statements. And uh, the, the best part about this was naming it because there is one, actually two obvious omissions from this preposterous statement tournament. Um, but we took care of that when we named this region. Since we couldn't decide whether to credit Tommy Olson or Justin Kinzemius for the most preposterous gopher prediction, we decided to name an entire region for them, the Gophers 12-0 and 0 region. The number one seed in the Gophers 12-0 and 0 region goes to Marnie Gellner, who said that she would not want to win the lottery. Is that what? enough money for you guys? Because I, I, Corey and I talk about this all the time. It has to be a certain amount of money sure. or I don't waste my time. Even though $30 million would be just fine. Yeah, be <laughs> no, I'd, I'd take that the one. True. I'll say, yeah, yeah, exactly. I would take a quiet $1 million over the loud 226 loud because oh. the 226 will change your life in okay. ways that you don't want. The number two seed in the Gophers 12-0 and 0 region is Chris Hockey, who claimed that he wouldn't want to be in porn. Right? Am I am I the only one who feels that way? And then some of these ladies, like this lady is with right here. Look at her oh, face. Oh yeah, whoa! She is um, pumped those lip injections. She has a face. And her wow. wow. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure I would want to be a porn star. John Creasel earned the number three seed for his statement that officiating a luxurious wedding was the most stressful thing he's ever done. And so the fact that I got to officiate their wedding, I about lost it seeing them walk down the aisle, the nicest couple I've ever met. And so they put on the wedding of the century. This was a seven-figure wedding. Most stressful thing I've ever done. And the number four seed in the Gophers 12-0 region is none other than Gopher announcer Mike Grimm, who doubled down on his statement that Breaking Bad, in fact, sucks. And now you invest in it, and you're just dying to say, God, I invested all this time in it. It's got to be good. I kept, like, like for me, if it's going to be the greatest show ever, I can't wait for the next episode to start. It was dreadful watching that show. And there are the four statements you can run down the sidelines with in the Gophers 12 and O region. All right, Dave. Uh, you got Marty went, uh, wouldn't want to win the lottery. Chris wouldn't want to be in porn. Creasel uh, got a man who lost his legs overseas, by the way, <laughs> called a seven-figure wedding the most stressful event of his life, and uh, Mike Grimm saying that Breaking Bad sucks. Uh, quite a random collection there, but how do you see it? You know, as someone who, you know, my one of my top three shows of all time is Breaking Bad, um, <laughs> this is by far and away, uh, this is a super strong region. Um you know, Hawk saying that he wouldn't want to be in porn when he's the horniest man on the planet. Seriously. Mar Marnie'd rather win $1 million than 26. And yeah, I mean, boy, oh boy. Um, I think for the hockey factor, well, Marnie's just so dumb. It has to win. <laughs> How would you, why would you rather have $1 million rather than $226 million? Right. If makes nothing no else, sense. take the 226, give away $225 million yeah, and keep the right. million. At least get credit for that. Yeah. The fact that, yeah, it, it's, it's so, no so preposterous. And I think, uh, especially those of us that play these Powerball jackpots when they're up high like they are now. Uh, I think that one, you know, it, it's, it's number one seed, that. so that you're not getting the value there. But, uh, yeah, I, I see that one going through. All right. Well, next up, we've got our favorite people on the planet, 7th Avenue.
Our third region is the 7th Avenue Pizza region, the greatest frozen pizza on earth and the best people as well. The number one seed in the 7th Avenue Pizza region is Gavin Kaysen, who claims to remember every single person who's ever eaten at his restaurants and what table they sat at. And that's that's what it is for me. You know, I also have, for whatever reason, this this memory bank where I might not remember everybody's name, but if I walk past them and I see them out in the public, hmm. I'll remember the table that they were at. Carly Zucker earned the number two seed when she said that a meet and greet with Brett Michaels was, quote, the greatest moment of her life. So I turned the corner, you guys, yeah. and Brett Michaels is standing oh my gosh. right in front of me. Yeah. And it was the greatest moment of my life. Coming in as the number three seed in the 7th Avenue Pizza region is Max Fuller, who blamed Anthony Edwards' poor shooting during the opening night on the Target Center crowd. Ant's shot selection was hideous. Nope. Yeah, and then some of that I, I blame. I do blame the crowd. We got hype every time Ant had a one-on-one, -on -one, and I think he wanted to give the crowd right. what we wanted to see, but it just wasn't, his, his shot wasn't. But Gobert was... Meat Sauce Paul Lambert secured the number four seed when he claimed that we, quote, nearly had our first freeze when the temperature dropped to 48 degrees. Well, we almost state. got the first frost this morning. It was 48 degrees when I woke up. That will do it for the 7th Avenue Pizza Region. Come get you some. All right, Dave. Um, <laughs> this is a really interesting region because I think um, – you know, the top two, the top two in this one, Gavin and Carly's statements are, aren't as funny to me. Uh, whereas Max and Sauces, uh, are, are a little, are a little funnier on their face that, uh, that Max would actually blame the crowd on Anthony Edwards shooting poorly. <laughs> and Sauce was just 16 degrees away from getting the, uh, the freeze thing there. Um, so, uh, how do you, how do you see this region? I, I can see this going a number of different ways. Yeah, I, I can too. And, and I think, you know, this shouldn't be judged on which one is more funny. It should be judged on which one is more preposterous. And the fact that Gavin Kasem, who owns how many, like five or six or restaurants, five, yeah. he knows, he knows everybody who ever eat, has ever eaten at his restaurants. Um, that is so far away preposterous. I literally, I remember listening live. I'm like, he might as well just stop talking because he isn't like, I can't give him credit for anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I absolutely remember listening to that too. And that was very strongly the implication kind of like the whole, cause I still call BS on Sean McVay for claiming that he remembers every play that he's ever coached yeah. ever. Because I, but I it's twenty want, times more likely than what Gavin said, right? Because at least McVeigh is watching it over and over and watching film and stuff like that. I mean, you can't tell me Bob and June that showed up at Gavin's restaurant at seven twenty no. on a Tuesday night that if he runs into them at MOA playing putt putt that he's going to remember who they are. I mean, there's there's, there's literally no way. no way, literally no way. And that and that was kind of the implication he said that because he said I may not remember everyone's name, but if I walk past them in public, I'll remember their face. I'm like. Yeah, so I, I, I handicap. That's why I see it at number one. I mean, to me, that is far and away the most preposterous statement. But uh, some of the other ones are fun. So we'll we'll see how the groups think on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that sauce, you know, just 16 <laughs> degrees away, you know, nearly being freezing. Um, 
Just uh, pretty close there. Well, and it's perfect sauce. Too, it's closer in Celsius. Maybe right. oh. maybe he was looking in Celsius. Totally. And it's classic sauce, too, because sauce likes to make, you know, big statements and take strong opinions. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he went out on that ledge there. So, well, we've got one region left, and it's all about sports. Our final region is the sports region, since no one knows more about sports than the Power Trip Morning Show. Grabbing her second number one seed, this time in the sports region, is Marnie Gellner for her statement that Rudy Gobert is white? Did you hear that me and Rudy Gobert became friends? I heard that, yeah, you walked in next to him and you wondered, is that him? Is that seven foot two white man Rudy (laughs) Gobert? Marnie's cousin Adam Thielen picked up the number two seed when he said that dropping a touchdown pass on his first play in the NFL was, quote, the best thing that could have happened to Christian Watson. Adam, does any part of you feel bad for Christian Watson? I know uh, as a competitor, you know, obviously you don't want them to score touchdowns and things like that. But uh, like I I said after the game to, to somebody, I said that's probably the best thing that ever happened to that guy. Meat Sauce Paul Lambert is the number three seed in the sports region after he said that the second pick in a golf major bet is the best pick you can have. That's in my head a little bit. Part of it is luck. I mean, yeah. you got 18 people. Who knows when you're going to pick? The second love, pick's though, the best pick. The number four seed in the sports region is Chris Hockey, who stated that Kirk Cousins needs to play in the preseason so he remembers how to put his helmet on. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if tomorrow or, or the last preseason game, they put Kirk in for one series. Not necessarily to, because he needs the reps, but you need to remember what it's like to prepare for, 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 you know, for a yeah. regular season game, yeah. to, to put your helmet on right, to, to get yourself ready to go out on the field. There are the contenders in the sports region. The fraud father picked them all to win. And there you have it, the 16 statements of the first ever Bets and Quotes Power Trip Preposterous Statement Tournament. All right, Dave. Uh, our wow, last region really here. Uh, this this one's tough, too. I, I This one's really tough. Uh, I mean, you got Marty calling Rudy Gobert white, uh, which led to a very awkward <laughs> 10 minutes on the Power Trip. <laughs> You have Adam Thielen saying that Christian Watson dropping a pass is the greatest thing that ever happened to him. So dumb. On his so very, <laughs> very first NFL play. Um, you got Saw saying that the second pick in a golf major draft is the best pick you can have. Number one, the, the number one pick is the best pick you can have because you could literally take everyone. So by definition, ah. it's the mm. best pick to have. And number two, uh, I went back and looked at it. The number two pick has not won a golf tournament since 2019 on the power trip. I mean, you're talking like... Yeah, but it depends on who you pick at number two. It's like 16 tournaments. But once you want number one, you'd want to pick the number one player. So as a soft stand, I'll defend him in this case. (laughs) I don't think this should be on the list. I think one of Zach's other dumbass things should have been on the list. Um, Because he could have been... it, It could have been taken out of context. Now, he could have been referring to the 2019 British Open when uh, Rory McIlroy was the favorite or something, and uh, but he was coming off an injury or something like that. Or, like, you know, it could have been situational. So, I, I, I as a soft stand, I, I think that uh, 
That one should be eliminated from contention. Well, if the number two pick had been winning a lot of tournaments lately, then maybe. But yeah, uh, that's why it's on the list. Uh, obviously, but that's not, not how odds work, Chuck. That's, <laughs> that's not ob- how odds work. Obviously, not who you're voting for. And then Chris Hockey saying that Kirk Cousins should play in the preseason so he remembers how to put his helmet on. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really dumb. <laughs> that's probably that's probably uh, sleeping in his truck for two hours before the show, Hawk. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, think, I think Adam, I think Adam, the, it's between Adam and Marnie for me. Oh, um, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, how Marnie is, she does Bally Sports North uh, pre and post game and even play by play sometimes. And Rudy Gobert is like a all NBA player. Like, how does she know, <laughs> not know that he's white or that he's uh, black? <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was a very interesting discussion when that came up, and um, yeah, I think uh, it's so funny too because Marty said that you know she kind of in her mind kind of hesitated on what to say there, and uh, but she's pretty she's pretty adamant when you listen back to the statement she's she delivers it. There's no pauses or you know thinking or anything. She she delivers right at it. But uh, yeah, I I tend to agree. I like uh, her and her cousin being the number one and number two seeds there. Uh, I definitely <laughs> like the Adam Thielen one because that. That rings of a typical preposterous statement where you say that like it's kind of like the Mo Ibrahim, the best thing that could have happened to him was tearing his Achilles. So uh clearly right. that's not the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah, how could that be the best possible thing that could happen to his career? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is just pissed at you for the rest of your career because you dropped the touchdown <laughs> on the first play. All right. Like he's so never gonna throw to you again. I give you one one shot at the money. Um <sighs> I'll buy you all the Earl of Sandwich you want on our next Vegas trip if you correctly predict the winner. What's your winning uh statement from this field of sixteen? Oh my lord. Um holy smokes. Um I gotta go with what how is this being judged? Is this a is this a Which, Twitter poll situation? Yep, yeah, the, the the Rubes okay. are gonna vote on it. So who are the Rubes gonna pick to win this Ooh, tournament? Not necessarily well, your Rubes, pick, their pick. Right. The Rubes always like Hawk. Um I love uh, him saying that he wouldn't want to be in porn. <laughs> Got a chance. <laughs> uh, but that would, that would be a sleeper. I guess that would be a value bet. Man, uh, Zach said so much stupid stuff. <laughs> but by it's definition, only one, of, only one of them can make the final four, though, too. Right. This is tough. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hawks thing that he wouldn't want to be in porn as my, va- as my one play. All right, all right. I can see that. I think that's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Marnie's lottery one. I think that's yeah. gonna ring, ring true to a lot of people. And I think uh, <laughs> Marnie's lottery is gonna win. And those two happen to be in the same region, so that'll be, uh, that could be quite Ooh. the battle early on. So, elite uh, eight matchup there. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's your, uh, that's your field for the first ever power trip preposterous statement tournament. So the PTPST is it will forever be known to us. So yeah, we plan to start putting the polls up on Monday and, uh, yeah, you guys can vote. Uh, you will decide the winner and the first golden dong of 2022 is going to go to whoever you guys pick as the most preposterous power trip statement of the year. Wow. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our show. That's basically the show, except uh, we've been so lax on uh, locks of the week that uh, we, we got to get quick locks of the week in here. Uh, Dave, Ooh. you won last week. I got my ass kicked. They almost hit the over in the first half and I was on the under. <laughs> uh, absolutely a horrible call by me. So uh, what's your lock of the week? 
Well, uh, I will pat myself on the back. I did go all out last week. Everybody thought I was crazy for taking the Washington Commanders plus four um, at home, hosting the what we thought was going to be a slump-busting Packers. But, uh, yeah, they won. So I'm going to switch over to an under this week, and I am going to take the London under. Uh, Denver and Jacksonville under 39 and a half. Um, we've all seen enough Denver Broncos offense this year to enough to blind ourselves. <laughs> and uh, Jacksonville is not good. And that Broncos defense is uh, probably top five in the league. I see this as like a 13 six kind of a game, just an absolute, you know, one that you just sleep through. We could absolutely get a soccer score out of this game. I'm with you on that. I like the yeah. under 39. <laughs> And I am also on an under this week. I was, <laughs> for a second, I was thinking we had, uh, we had the same exact lock of the week. Uh, but I am on the under in the San Francisco 49ers LA Rams game. Uh, over Ooh, under yeah. on that one is 43. Uh, the Rams, I mean, you know, if you've watched any of their games, you can just see how their offense is out of sync. I know the Niners have added McCaffrey, but, they're, uh, you know, they they just haven't been the deep threat, and the Rams uh, play pretty good defense at home, as uh, as I've been told. So, um, I I know this isn't going to be the sharp side. I am pretty sure the sharp money so far has been coming in on the over on this one. So I'm fighting against that, but um, I just I totally see this as the under um, at 43. I wouldn't go much lower than 43 if that line moves down at all. Uh, I don't think I'd go much lower. I wouldn't 42 and a half is yeah. probably my limit. But um, yeah, that is your lock of the week for me. Uh, the Niners Rams under 43. Yeah, I really like that as well. I know we've been on that play as well. And uh, I, I like divisional matchups under. They exactly. know they have more data on each other. They know their tendencies. They know uh, what they default to when things happen. And I think they're two strong unders from the boys this week. Awesome. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, when, once those polls are up, uh, please get out there and vote and help us hand out the first golden dong of 2022. In the meantime, Dave, where can they find you? Or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets and PT Bets on Instagram. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.